Will the Taliban taking over in Afghanistan spark World War III? What should Christians be looking for as the world navigates Biden withdrawing the United States from Afghanistan? Get ready. Today we're talking about the two things we're not supposed to, politics and religion. Welcome to End of the Age. I'm Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We are taking your calls today. The number to call is one eight seven seven in time one eight seven seven three six three eight four six three. We have a lot to talk about with the developments over the weekend with Afghanistan and Biden's withdrawing uh, the United States from there and how it relates to Bible prophecy, potentially a World War III connection. But before we do that, I want to remind you that the Bible tells us that God's wrath is coming. It's coming in the form of sores, darkness, great hail, people being scorched with immense heat, and so much more. Now, what if I told you there was a way to be immune from this gruesome judgment? You can be. You can eliminate fear about the wrath of God and understand how to have peace in the end times by watching our brand new teaching video, The Seven Vials. Go to endtime.com slash DVD. This month only get your copy of The Seven Vials DVD uh, with a gift of any amount and you'll be the first to receive our new lesson when it ships in September. This this lesson covers exactly what will take place as God's wrath is poured out on the earth and what you need to know to have peace during this time. Go to endtime.com slash DVD or call 800-END-TIME to be one of the first to receive our new DVD. Now, Doug, the Afghanistan stuff happened over the weekend. Many are wondering if it's World War III or uh, the connection with 9-11 and World War III being re-sparked. And all these things are coming into us through emails and calls and posts on our website. Um, so we have to talk about that today. We don't have a choice. Um, what, what are you thinking initially? Well, like you, there's no way we can't talk about this because it's all over the news. Uh, and we see some things that... It's got us saying, okay, this could be the spark. This could be it. You know, we talk about the Middle East being a powder keg all the time and that people are just standing around with lit matches, you know, all these world leaders that are doing this. And it just makes you wonder, is this one of those lit matches, that spark that could ignite this into uh, World War Three? It could also be setting the stage for Armageddon. There's mm-hmm. some things about this that the dynamics of it look like uh, some partnerships could be made here. That will eventually lead to Gog Magog, which is the Battle of Armageddon, in our opinion. And uh, so, it's very interesting. We're living in some interesting times, Vince. We absolutely are, and we've got a really uh, interesting video to show you right out of the gate here. But before we do, I want to remind you: if you're on Facebook, please share this video. Please hit the heart icon. 
helps us a lot break through the algorithm and get to your friends and family. And with a topic like today, there's many people who are in fear mode. And we want to tell you it is not time to be afraid. There are a lot of um, unfortunate things that are occurring and things that are not the way they would be if we were to set them up from zero. But nonetheless, it's the circumstances of our day. And because of Jesus and because of his word, we have hope and there's nothing to be afraid of. So please share this video. Uh, We want people to know about what's happening in Afghanistan through a biblical lens, but also to let people know that there's no reason to be afraid. There's no reason to lose sleep at night. Um, We should be praying for people. We should be concerned. But to be fearful and frozen out of fear is not what we're supposed to be. And so I want to remind you of that. Now, we do want to get to this video before we run out of time. So please play the video. And it gets worse. In Afghanistan, well, total American humiliation. Instead of following through with President Trump's gradual drawdown of U.S. forces, Biden demanded that we evacuate entirely by August the 31st. Biden Biden told us that a Taliban takeover was not inevitable. He's wrong. Watch. Is a Taliban takeover of Afghanistan now inevitable? No, it is not. Because you have the Afghan troops have 300,000 well-equipped, as well-equipped as any army in the world, and an air force against something like 75,000 Taliban. It is not inevitable. There's going to be no circumstance where you see people being lifted off the roof of a embassy in the, of the United States from Afghanistan. And per usual, Joe Biden was dead wrong over the past month. The Taliban, well, they made tremendous gains all across the country, seizing province after province after province. And they, in the process, were able to collect a stockpile of U.S. weaponry and military equipment left behind by Joe during this haphazard drawdown. And now Taliban, they now control 60 percent of the country, Joe. And experts predict that Kabul could fall in less than a month. The situation there is so dire, Biden is now needing to send in 3,000 troops just to evacuate remaining Americans in Kabul. Now, in what is eerily reminiscent of Saigon 1975, Americans and our allies will now be hastily airlifted out of Afghanistan, just as the Taliban is surrounding the capital. Now, Doug, when I saw this footage of what's going on, the very first thought I had was stories that my uncle has shared with us on just two occasions when he told us about his experience in Vietnam. And I was so heartbroken to see what's going on over there and to know where it is in proximity uh, on the map and to know what the Bible prophecies are saying. I mean, what we have seen happening is pretty remarkable in the grand scheme of things. And um, we know World War Three is coming and we're going to talk today about the connections here and how it could be connected to that prophecy. Yeah. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, one of the, the things that is very frightening for the people left behind, Vince, is there's already persecution that's happening there. There's already uh, some things that are happening to anyone who's uh, been working with the United States government, anyone who uh, is over there that is an American citizen. Uh, they're, they're being rounded up. We've heard stories they're being rounded up and some people are being executed. The The plight to get out of there was so... Terrible. I mean, I thought about showing this video today, but I'm sure a lot of people have seen it, of the uh, 
flight that was taking off and people were clinging to the side mm-hmm. of this. It was like a C-130 or something. I don't know my aircraft, but it was a big military vehicle. And they were climbing up into the um, the the wheels and everything of the landing gear. Mm-hmm. As the plane was taking off, people were falling mm-hmm. to their death trying to escape what they knew were coming because some of those people have the memories of 20 years ago when the Taliban was in control of that mm-hmm. area, and they don't want that again. Yeah, and we also um, heard reports of house, house church networks in Afghanistan saying that leaders received letters uh, from the Taliban before they came in warning them that they know where they are and what they're doing, and the leaders say they aren't going anywhere. So we need to be praying for, this, uh, for the Christians there in Afghanistan. We need to be uh, praying like we never have before for this very circumstances. If you aren't already, today's the day to start that. We're going to talk more about uh, these events and how they connect to Bible prophecy after the break. Give us a call. We'd love to chat with you. The number is 1-877-363-8463. Major internet companies are silencing and censoring Christian voices online. These companies are trying to control what you see and hear. Almost 200 videos of ours have been marked as restricted online right now. That's why we launched End of the Age Plus, a platform where the truth won't be censored, a platform where we can preach the message of the gospel. When you subscribe to End of the Age Plus today for just $12.99 a month, you can watch all of our content in a secure, easy-to-view way from your favorite device. When you go to watch.endtime.com and subscribe, you'll get instant access to all of our teaching resources, including Revelation, the Unveiling of Jesus Christ, Understanding the End Time, End Time Magazine, and so much more. We will not censor our message to comply with what the world deems as politically correct. Go to watch.endtime.com right now or search End of the Age Plus in the App Store or Google Play. We've seen Bible prophecy fulfilled like never before. From the halls of the United Nations to the Temple Mount in Jerusalem, End Time Ministries continues to reveal the Bible prophecy in the news headlines around the world every day. Whether it's through our broadcast or online at our Jerusalem Prophecy College, your gifts enable us to put vital materials in the hands of those who need it most. Because of you, we continue to replace fear with faith in the hearts of Christians around the world. We will continue to see prophecy come to pass at an even swifter pace. We need your support. Your donation of any amount enables us to continue to broadcast and be a voice in the ever-growing censored media. To become a partner or give a one-time gift, visit endtime.com or call 1-800-END-TIME right now. That's 800-363-8463. Go online now. Visit endtime.com. Welcome back to End of the Age. Vince Seagal here with Doug Norvell. We have open lines at one eight seven seven in time one eight seven seven three six three eight four six three. If you haven't heard already, Dave and Jana and Kara and uh, Judy will be in Richmond, Indiana. Uh, this coming weekend. So the conference is on Saturday, August 21st at 6 p.m. Dave will be talking about the future. And then on Sunday, August 22nd at 11 a.m., uh, breaking prophetic fulfillments with a Q&A session to follow. So if you are in the uh, Richmond, Indiana area, 
please make plans to come out and see Dave, Jana, Kara, and Judy. They would love to chat with you, and we would love for you to be involved in that conference. You can learn more about that at endtime.com slash events. Uh, once that, again, that's y'all's old stomping ground. Up you there. know, it is. Uh, <laughs> Richmond, Indiana is where end time started. Yeah. So pretty. Uh, it'll be a pretty crazy weekend. It'll be pretty neat. To say the least. It'll be some Pizza King. Pizza King is a must <laughs> when you go to Richmond, Indiana. Um, but I do want to remind you, if you're on Facebook, please help us out by sharing this video and hitting the heart icon. It goes a long way in breaking through the algorithm to get to your friends and family. And today's topic is something that they need to hear about from a prophecy lens. We want to get right into it. Uh, from the Federalists, they said, President Joe Biden refused responsibility for the chaos in Afghanistan over the weekend and blamed former President Donald Trump and the Afghan army for the Taliban's advancement into Kabul. He said, quote, I inherited a deal that President Trump negotiated with the Taliban. The choice I had to make as your president was either to follow through on that agreement or be prepared to go back to fighting the Taliban in the middle of the spring fighting season. While the president acknowledged the reasons why his administration prioritized withdrawing troops from Afghanistan, noticeably missing from his speech was any admittance that the execution of this withdrawal was completely botched and left thousands scrambling for their lives. The quote, the truth is this did unfold more quickly than we had anticipated. What's happened? Afghanistan political leaders gave up and fled the country. The Afghan military collapsed sometime without trying to fight. If anything, the developments of the past week reinforced the ending new U.S. military involvement in Afghanistan now was the right decision. American troops cannot and should not be fighting in a war and dying in a war that Afghan forces are not willing to fight for themselves. Yeah. So after 20 years... I guess this is kind of, I'm going to be real careful because I don't want to let my flesh be speaking out too much. But, I, I, I mean, it does irritate me a little bit because, you know, a lot of good men and women have bled for this country over there in Afghanistan, have died for this country, have come back without their legs, without their arms, you know, from roadside bombs where they've been blown up for this war on terror. And, you know, it started back, around 9-11 when everything happened. Now we're looking at, here's the Taliban coming in where it looked like they had been defeated uh, and, and they've made this resurgence here. It's almost like they could smell the blood in the water, the weakness of this administration. And they knew with a new administration coming in that you know they would it would be an easy pickings for them to come in there. That's what it feels like. That's what it seems like. That's what most of the talking heads are talking like. Uh, Mike Pompeo posted that he was in the room with Trump when he told the Taliban leaders that when if they came back into Afghanistan, if one American citizen was hurt, that he would bring the wrath of the United States military down upon their head. They feared that kind of talk. They don't really fear when there's a rainbow flag flying over the American embassy. All of a sudden, they don't care anymore. You know, it's it's. Mm, it's those things that just really get you going when you think about the sacrifice that's been given there. And now, Vince, even this new terror alert that's come out by the by the home security, uh, home department of security, homeland department of security is what they're called. I'll get it right in a minute. <laughs> they they've released this new report that if if you are a person that goes against the 
uh, vaccine mandate, if you're a person who believes that there could be election fraud, you're put two notches ahead of somebody who might celebrate the fact that on 9-11, the Twin Towers came down. That's your terror alert now. People that live in this country that think differently than our government, they're on a terror list, but yet they give a country back to a terrorist organization. Well, they, they would argue that we didn't give it back. We left a very equipped military, mm-hmm. 300,000 strong, yeah. to defend themselves. And by the way, now the Taliban owns all of that equipment that that very strong military was equipped to, to take care of. You mentioned LGBTQ+. You know Taliban announced what their preferred pronouns are. It's, it's he, him. So <laughs> they, they won't be going by any other pronouns. Well, okay. We'll have to remember that when we come in contact with the Taliban. We don't want to upset these guys. That's right. <laughs> They're very concerned about words and things like that. So, um, You know, when it comes down to it, though, Vince, let me just, you know, I don't know how anybody that's not born again believer looks at things that are happening around our world and, and is not afraid. You know, especially you've, you've got these people over there that are teaching the word of God and they're not they're not afraid. They're saying we're not leaving. We're staying here. This is where God's called us to be. And we're going to stay here. Mm-hmm. That our government's telling people like that. You just need to hide because we can't do anything for you. They, they told the other Americans that are still there. Just hide. Right. Thank you, U.S. government. We appreciate your support. So <clears throat> with World War Three, with mm-hmm. Armageddon coming, um, I'm not sure that we looked at 2021 and thought we're going to see a Taliban takeover in Afghanistan. I don't think I'm not sure anyone projected that. There there might have been some people. But this is something that I know they were talking about withdrawing from Afghanistan. But because there were so many citizens, there was so much still happening there. To me, it felt like everyone was thinking it would be delayed for maybe another decade or who knows how long. And we pulled the plug. And so we've talked so much over the years about a peace treaty that's coming and about a war that's coming. It's really hard to talk about both of those things at the same time. But we know that it's true based off of Bible prophecy. There is a peace treaty coming and there is a very gruesome war that's coming that's going to kill a third of mankind. We know that that war, there are spirits that are released from the Euphrates River area and they're going to go about to kill a third of mankind. Whatever... I mean, we, 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 we have lessons on what that actually means, and we don't have time to get into all that today. Right. But Afghanistan is right there near that area. Yeah. Uh, the Taliban is Muslim-controlled, mm-hmm. and the Euphrates River is Muslim-controlled. And so when we start talking about these things, it start, we start going, well, man, we thought the peace treaty was going to happen first. Then we thought the war was going to happen. Then it's like, well, maybe the war is going to happen. Then the peace. We don't, we don't know, and we've admitted that over the years. Yeah. But here we are once again where it's like, a war is coming, we know. Right. And this looks like it's inching us closer and closer because surely, I mean, we've all seen the viral videos going, going around where there's people falling from the planes. Mm-hmm. There are um, women that are not allowed to go back to school because they're being forced to stay in their homes now. There are kids, that, females that are middle-aged school, that, middle-aged, um, middle school-aged that can't go back to school because they're female. Yeah. Um, there are women that can't go back to work now. I mean, we were talking about it before the show. There's 25-year-old girls that have no clue, or at least they're not as well-versed as they're about to be in what life is like with Taliban control. Yeah. And so these women are being, um, we'll, we'll talk about it a little bit more later, but they they will be tortured if they don't comply. Absolutely. And so 
I can't see America and other uh, nations around the world just allowing this to happen. Yeah. So what's is this going to lead to World War III? I, I think that it very possibly could with the pieces that are falling into place. Some of the articles we're going to read here because... We know Revelation 9 is where we're talking about. So anybody that's new to the program, maybe this is your first time to watch and you don't understand what we're talking about when we talk about the Sixth Trumpet War, that's the war that we're talking about that's going to kill one-third of mankind. It's in Revelation 9. It's uh, 13, uh, verse 13 is where it starts. We don't have the full scripture in there, but it says, "...in the sixth angel sounded, and I heard a voice from the four uh, horns of the golden altar, which is before God, saying, "...the sixth angel, which had the trumpet..." Loose the four angels which are bound in the great river Euphrates. And the four angels were loosed which were prepared for an hour, a day, a month, and a year for to slay a third part of man. And the, uh, the number of the army of the horsemen were 200,000 thousand. And I heard the number of them. Now that number is significant because we have a couple of different entities that can field that size of a number. That's why anything that happens with the Muslim uh, race there with their uh, with the Arab community and and especially among the Muslim Brotherhood, they could actually field an army that size, two hundred million men. But also China, who is an ally with Iran now or Iran now, they they have this same boast that they've made many times in the, in the past that they could field an army of two hundred million men. So those two entities are very close. And we also know right now there's another conflict that's been going on back and forth. There's been war drums battling uh, between China and Taiwan. Well, this message sends something out to the Chinese. They're seeing, well, America's weak. They promised Afghanistan they would help protect them from the Taliban. Now they've taken off and just left them like they did in Saigon during Vietnam War. And they're like, well, guess what? Taiwan, where's your protector? Well, you, when, when this was all going out, I sent you a tweet. The tweet says, Taliban are now in possession of $88 billion in modern U.S. military hardware. And China is working infrastructure deals with them to build a rail system and pipelines to Iran. <laughs> this was literally, they, I, I, I think when I sent you this tweet, that they hadn't even taken over the presidential palace yet. Yeah. And so that's really odd that China's already engaged there as if they were informed ahead of time or involved yeah. ahead of time. It's not like you just start up these conversations before they're even in the presidential palace. And so <laughs> we're right. looking at this going, whoa, you know, there's a lot of details that are developing yeah. around us. And, uh, you know, we feel obligated to... Uh, share the truth with you no matter what it is. And sometimes it's hard to say, um, staring into a camera, broadcasting to the world, because truth is sometimes um, painful. Sometimes it can come across as fearful. And we don't ever want to come across as trying to uh, insert fear into your mind and into your spirit. We want to communicate hope. And no matter what's happening in the world, um, there is hope through Jesus Christ, and you can have this hope. Uh, learn more about that at endtime.com slash reborn. But no matter what's coming your way, if you are a child of God, you don't have to live in fear. No matter what the news is saying, you don't have to embrace fear. And so we're 
constantly trying to promote that. And while we see all these developing details that are sometimes minute, uh, we're going, man, this is looking a lot like what prophecy is saying. And so we're committed to telling you the truth even when it's hard. And uh, we survive from the goodness of God and partners like you that donate every single month. And we're so thankful for you as you've joined with us over the the last several decades. If you would like to partner with us and help us to continue to make this show totally free of charge every single weekday, it's totally free on Facebook and YouTube and into the H plus and endtime.com and on the radio and television. Um, We work dozens of hours every week to make this show available for free. And if you'd like to partner with us to help to continue to do that, go to endtime.com slash give. You can sign up there to be a recurring giver or you can just give one time. Every bit counts. And we're so thankful for those of you that give. We're so thankful for those of you that pray for us. We need your prayers as we're navigating these times. And uh, if you want to partner with us in prayer, if you have a request that we can pray for you about, go to endtime.com slash contact. There's a form there you can fill out and our team will pray personally pray for you and your need as we gather every single morning at 8 a.m. to pray. So uh, partner with us through prayer, through giving, whatever you're able to do. We certainly appreciate it. All right, Doug, what's next? You want to hit some calls? You want to go over to the next story? What would you like to do? Live on the air. Figure it out. Let's take a call. Let's go to the calls. Okay, Jim in Oklahoma, welcome to End of the Age. Well, hello, guys. How are y'all? We're doing well, Jim. How are you? Man, brother, I'm really good. I wanted to just touch base since we're talking about Islam and Afghanistan with you guys real quick to make you bring something in perspective. Everything that's happening is planned by the New World Order system. There is no Republican. There is no Democrat. There are no world leaders. It's all the globalist agenda. I hear you gentlemen speak about God and Satan and prophecies and all that stuff. What we need to understand is that Satan is in control of everything on this earth. Jesus, Yeshua even said... Uh, Satan is the prince of this world, right? So we have to understand that everything is planned out. 9-11, the numbers mean things, the dates mean things with these, okay? Not saying those people are not dying in Afghanistan, but it's planned out. We have to understand that. And if once we once we wrap our heads around that, hey, all of this stuff was planned, like 9-11 was planned, uh, this Afghanistan thing was planned, all of the, the crash under Bush, everything is, is laid out for the world agenda, Okay. All right, well, we appreciate your call, Jim. That's definitely a perspective that uh, we know is true. You know, there, there, um, there is powers that are happening. There's spiritual warfare that's occurring. And there is definitely a plan from the enemy that would like to guide our world. Um, frankly, as, as straight up as I can possibly say it, the, the, the enemy would like to lead this world to hell. And uh, Jesus, of course, doesn't want that to happen. And so there is certainly a plan to lead the masses to hell. And we're doing our best to uh, redirect folks as frequently as they can. We appreciate your perspective, Jim. Certainly true. There is a plan happening behind the scenes. And there's definitely a spiritual realm to that. And we are praying and we should be uh, battling spiritual battles in all of this that we see in this world. We are running out of time, Doug. So before we go any further, you have any comments uh, before the break hits us? Well, I mean, we talked about this before the program. It is a spiritual thing as well as this is a physical war that we know that we're going to be fighting. But there's a lot of spiritual things that are happening right now dynamically through this situation. So, yes, he's, he's right about that. 
All right, we do have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 1-877-363-8463. We would love to chat with you. We'll be taking more calls on the other side of the break. We'll also be getting into some of the spiritual warfare that is occurring through what's happening in Afghanistan. So stay tuned for more. Does the book of Revelation frighten you? Do its symbols confuse you? For centuries, the book of Revelation has been misunderstood and misinterpreted. In Revelation, the unveiling of Jesus Christ, volume one. Irvin Baxter unlocks the mystery of the book of Revelation with in-depth analysis and commentary like you've never heard before. This 10-part definitive DVD series and 268-page comprehensive commentary book covers the first 12 chapters of the book of Revelation, featuring on-location photography, classic artwork, and symbolic illustrations. You'll walk away with complete understanding and peace about the events happening during the final years on Earth. These comprehensive study tools, available for $299, will deepen your biblical understanding as you dig into the original intent of the book, answering the mysterious prophecies and symbols of the book of Revelation. Don't miss this special offer. Call now, 1-800-END-TIME, or go to endtime.com to order. Call or go online now to get this comprehensive Bible study. Move Mountains with Irvin Baxter. This book by Irvin's grandson provides 30 days of devotion that will enhance your relationship with God and others. Authentic illustrations from early morning devotions at end time will help you find your purpose and eliminate fears. Commit to taking this 30-day journey and experience real life change. Get your book for only $14.99. Call 1-800-363-8463 or go to endtime.com slash move. If your station only carries the first 30 minutes of End of the Age, go to endtime.com and click the watch button to continue today's broadcast. You can also finish up later by clicking the archive button. Welcome back to End of the Age. Open lines at one eight seven seven end time one eight seven seven three six three eight four six three. Want to remind you that our brand new DVD, The Seven Vials, um, is made available right now at endtime.com slash DVD. It's Dave's first solo DVD. So right now you can get it uh, for a gift of any amount. Some people have given five dollars, fifteen dollars, a thousand dollars. They've given all over the all over the scale. And so for whatever you want to give for it, you can go to endtime.com slash DVD. And when you do that, you'll be one of the first to receive the seven vials when it ships out in September. So if you've been waiting uh, to do that, do it today. Uh, you will be glad that you did. Also, Doug, uh, excuse me, Doug, you won't be there. Dave will be in Richmond, Indiana this weekend along with Jana, Kara, and Judy. So uh, make plans to join that conference this coming Saturday and Sunday. You can learn more about the details of the conference uh, address and times and everything at endtime.com slash events. All right, Doug, so can you give us a recap on kind of where we're at in the conversation on what's happening in Afghanistan and how it connects to World War III? Yeah, so anyway, we know this region is where this war is going to come from. We know that's where these spirits are loose from anyway. So we see this situation like we were talking about. China is getting real chummy with the Taliban already. Even Russia has reached out to the Taliban there. And we know that there are some things that are going to line up for future wars as well as this war that's going to start in this area. It's going to cause a third of mankind to die. So China is jumping on uh, kind of the bandwagon here as they see America pull out. They've been trying to... um, 
invade Taiwan and bring them back into China and, mm-hmm. and uh, be their supreme leaders. But uh, America has always stood in the way and said we will not let Taiwan fall back under uh, the Chinese government. And so now the Chinese government is kind of flexing their military muscle a little bit more and and throwing some threats out there. Uh, and so that's another threat that we've got. With China being able to uh, field that big of an army, uh, th- they're going to be very much a part of this war. I mean, you, you would have to include China there, especially since we do not see the Chinese nation symbol, which everybody be- believes and you can kind of understand is the dragon. But we know that that's not the dragon from Revelation 13. So we don't see that Chinese dragon in Revelation prophecy prophecy of the one world um, government Mm -hmm. and so something is going to bring them into this war and and we believe that uh, they may be devastated to the point to where they're not this superpower that they are now to where they're not that um, you know in control where they would be part of that one world government so anyway our next article kind of talks about that yeah and since we mentioned china working on infrastructure deals with the taliban already it's quite interesting because the daily wire put out a story yesterday uh where china warns taiwan that u.s will not defend them mm-hmm. it says seizing the opportunity presented by the biden administration's uh, abandonment of afghanistan to the taliban on monday following the fall of cabal in afghanistan to the taliban after the united states disastrous pullout from the country the global times warned taiwan that in the event of a confrontation with mainland communist china the u.s would abandon its longtime ally the global times began by asserting the u.s troops withdrawal from afghanistan has led to the rapid demise of the cabal government the world has witnessed how the u.s evacuated its diplomats by helicopter while taliban soldiers crowded into the presidential palace in cabal this has dealt a heavy blow to the credibility and reliability of the u.s the paper to the u.s pulled from vietnam uh quote many people cannot help but recall how the vietnam war ended in 1975 the u.s abandoned its allies in south vietnam Saigon was taken over. Then the U.S. evacuated almost all its citizens in Saigon. Then the power turned to Taiwan. How Washington abandoned the cabal regime particularly shocked some in Asia, including the island of Taiwan. Taiwan is the region that relies on the protection of the U.S. the most in Asia, and the island's Democratic Progressive Party authorities have made Taiwan go further and further down this abnormal path. The situation in Afghanistan suddenly saw a radical change after the country was abandoned by the U.S. and Washington just left despite the worsening situation in Cabal. Is this some kind of omen of Taiwan's future fate? The paper said of the Taiwanese leadership, quote, they must have been nervous and feel an ominous uh, presentment. They must have known better in secret that the U.S. is not reliable. The paper warned, quote, once a cross-straits war breaks out while the mainland seizes the island with forces, the U.S. would have to have a much greater determination than it had for Afghanistan, Syria, and Vietnam if it wants to interfere. A military intervention of the U.S. will be a move to change the status quo in the Taiwan Straits, and this will make Washington pay a huge price rather than earn profit. They finally suggested that Taiwan should abandon ties to the U.S., saying the best choice for the DPP authorities is to avoid pushing the situation to that position. They need to change their course of bonding themselves to the anti-Chinese mainland chariot of the U.S. They should keep cross-straits peace with 
political means rather than acting as strategic pawns of the U.S. and bear the bitter fruits of a war. So, Vince, I mean, here we see, I mean, this is how the enemy works, okay? And and this is why the caller before talking about this is a spiritual thing that's going on. The the enemy works on fear. That's that's what his main weapon is, is fear. And so when you see this kind of talk and you see that it's driven on fear, just today there was a report that China did live ammo uh, drills for attacking Taiwan, coming in and taking over. They They were shooting live ammo out in the sea just right there off the shore of Taiwan. To scare them into submission. That's what all this is about. Every fear tactic that is going on right now, it is a plan of the enemy. It's a plan of the devil. And so, you know, whenever we see the devil driving fear, fear about everything. Think about all the fear that you can think about right now. I mean, all the things that are happening in the media, on some of these programs that I know people watch that are like ours, where it's just fear-driven, fear-driven. And we get accused of of driving fear sometimes. But we're trying to show you through the things we know this is coming. It's not that we're trying to be fear mongers here. We're showing you this is what the enemy's deal is, but God gives us his word and tells us how things are going to work out. Yesterday, Dave did a program on the beginning of sorrows, and he went down through Matthew 24, and he explained where we are through Scripture. God tells us these things are going to happen so that we can get things right with him. We can get our relationship right with God. We can be born again and we don't have to be afraid of these things, but we can begin to uh, instill faith because that's how God works. The enemy works through fear. God works through faith and building our faith up. And so, uh, man, I'm sorry. I kind of went on a rant there and began to kind of give a sermon. But what I'm trying to say is that's what China's trying to do right now. They're trying to base what's going on in Afghanistan, scare the people in Taiwan into submission. But it's not a good idea, I wouldn't say. This is not good to abandon the U.S. for them. No, because what's going to happen, it's going to be they're going right back into a communist regime, just like these people are about to find out with the Taliban coming back into Afghanistan. They're going to fall under the Sharia law. They're going to fall under uh, things that they say, if you do this, the consequence is death. Mm -hmm. It's the same way with a communist dictator. Yeah. So... All right. Well, let's go to Mark in Florida. Mark, welcome to End of the Age. Hey, Ben. Hey, Doug. Hey, hey Mark. Mark. Just a quick question on the Sex Trump of War. Uh, do you think, this is a hypothetical question, do you think that... Mark, you cut out there. We, we missed the beginning of the question. We couldn't hear your question, Mark. You cut out. Do uh, you think the... Uh, can you hear me better now? Yeah, yes. that's much better. Do uh, you think the 200-man army will be a combination of multiple countries? It's it's quite possible. Uh, it's going to probably be that because we're we're going to have to see something happen there where they join together. Uh, I would think to include that region to include. Uh, not only the Muslims, but if China is very much involved. But I really, I'll tell you the way that I kind of, in my mind, I think about I don't have any scripture to back this up, but in my mind, it's the way that I kind of see it playing out. Whatever the event is that sparks this and makes it happen, 
I believe that other countries that hate the United States will then take advantage of the opportunity. Uh, North Korea, China, Russia, it's going to be something that causes everybody to get into this war. And when we're talking about one-third of mankind being killed there, we're talking about the possibility of this war going nuclear very quickly. And so with a nuclear war like that, that's the only way that we can see that one-third of the population of the world dies. It's also another reason why we believe that China will be very much involved in that since a a large number of people live in China. And we could see that one-third including a lot of people from China and in this region. I mean, there's a lot of people in Pakistan. There's a lot of people, people in Afghanistan. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's a very good point, and that's something that could happen. Okay, thank you very much. Great All right, thank it. you, Mark. Thank you, Mark. All right, let's go to Sam in Texas. Sam, welcome to End of the Age. Hey, guys, I was reading recently that uh, Iran and India have formed a new alliance. And uh, that's scary. I mean, because, uh, you know, there's only seven countries that have ICBMs, uh, Russia, America, China, India, North Korea, U.K., and France. So, but uh, um, I'm just worried about Iran and India for the Sixth Trumpet uh, War, that alliance. What do you guys think? Yeah, I've, I've seen that myself. And, of course, we know Iran is is pressing toward trying to get a nuclear weapon as quickly as they can. Uh, There was a report the other day that said they are very close to being able to uh, have a um, weapon-grade uranium by this time within the next couple of months, that they could could have that weapons-grade uranium that they need to do that. And so anytime that you see them making alliances with other nations like that, even though India is, is... appears to be fairly peaceful, uh, you know, you're still talking about that region where this war is going to happen. You're still talking about that number of people. India also has a huge number of people. Uh, so any kind of these alliances that are adding up, you can see, just like we were talking about before, we can see the precursors to World War III, and we can see alliances building possibly for the Battle of Armageddon, you know, which is going to be down the road from where we are right now. All right. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Sam. All right. Let's go to Greg in Texas. Greg, welcome to Into the Age. Hey, guys. How's it going? Um, I just want to say, you know, if um, pulling the troops out of Afghanistan is somehow going to lead, you know, to um, a geopolitical situation that brings about World War III and... um, and inevitably, you know, causes Christ to return, then I think we have to say that uh, Joe Biden is the greatest president of all time. <laughs> well, some people in Afghanistan might not agree with that. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the, I mean, if we don't have anything to worry about. Yeah. You know, then why do we really care, you know, what, you know, the Taliban, uh, why do we care if, you know, Taliban, they don't want to send, uh, you know, women to school? Well, the reason... You know, I think it's better if we just have, you know, we send, we bring people back home. Yeah. You know, we get people... Greg, home, Greg, I'm know, sorry, I've got to cut you off. We're going to a break. Uh, we'll respond to your comments. 
after the break and talk more about Christian persecution that's projected to come in Afghanistan. Most of us walk around day by day blind to the prophecies being fulfilled right before us. Every news report brings a new piece to the puzzle in the race towards the final seven years and the second coming of Jesus Christ. Now, more than ever, it is important for God's people to understand the times in which we are living. On November the 12th, 2013, we opened our Jerusalem Prophecy College in downtown Jerusalem. These same courses are now available online for people who are unable to attend the classes in person. We welcome students to join us and discover the link between current events and the prophecies of the Bible. Take your place in the prophecy of Daniel 11.33. Enroll in the Jerusalem Prophecy College today. Go to JerusalemProphecyCollege.com. <laughs> Welcome back to End of the Age. Vince Siegel here with Doug Norvell. We do have some open lines at one eight seven seven in time one eight seven seven three six three eight four six three. We are running out of time, so if you'd like to join us on the show, uh, now is the time to call and get one of those last few slots that are available. Before we get back to the phones, uh, in response to Greg's call, he wanted to know why in the world would we care about what's happening in Afghanistan if it's what is going to lead to uh, the second coming of Jesus? Yeah. Doug, would you like to respond? Uh, how would you like to? Well, for one thing, we, we definitely need to be concerned that the prophecy says that one-third of mankind is going to die. I mean, you think about that and, and what that can mean. That's very important to us, I mean, as Christians, yes, I mean, we're, we're going to see Christ come back, I believe, in our time. And there are things that are going to happen that are in the Bible that tell us are going to happen. It doesn't mean that they're great things. It doesn't mean that they're good things. This is a very bad situation when one-third of mankind die. And when you're talking about persecution of women and Christians and even people who think outside of what the Taliban believes. I mean, that that kind of persecution as a Christian, we should be concerned about what's going on in countries like this, uh, especially because of the article we have next that is, is telling us what's happening there where persecution has already began to happen. Mm-hmm. And, and that's really leads right into my response to that question, Doug. And we won't read the whole thing, but it's from Christian Christian Today. Uh, the title of the article is Christian Persecution Set to Rise After Taliban Takeover of, of Afghanistan. Uh, one of the quotes there, they're talking to church leaders in Afghanistan, not specifically the church leaders, but Christians that are there um, uh, um, that are not the church leaders necessarily. But they're saying our brothers and sisters in Christ are telling us how afraid they are in the areas that the Taliban now control. Girls are not allowed to go to school and women are not allowed to leave their homes without a male companion. According to the release, persecution against Christians was already increasing even before the Taliban takeover with the church forced underground due to strengthened apostasy laws which make converting from Islam punishable by death or imprisonment um and so why do we care you know uh we are not gonna freeze with the reality of our circumstances um we care because 
people are going to die. You know, let's start there. There are people that are going to die. There are people that are going to see what's happening and have no idea that the Bible says this is coming. So we care because we are called to shine a light into darkness and say, hey, this is coming. These crazy events are coming and you need to get right with the Lord. You need to get the right oil. You need you need to prepare for his second coming um, because these are some of the signs that we know are going to be happening on this earth before his second coming. So, yeah, we want to celebrate that we're getting closer to the second coming of Jesus. But we care because there are people that are dying and will spend eternity either in the presence of the Lord in heaven or in hell in, in torture for eternity. And so we care because people are going to spend eternity in one of those places And we're going to do everything we can, if it's the last thing that we do, to help people see the light in the circumstances that is the reality of our world and also the circumstances of the choices that they've made to get to where they are today. And we want to say, hey, um, life isn't all that great, but there's hope. You know, you might be having turmoil. You might be in circumstances in your life that you don't really enjoy going home or you are questioning suicide or whatever the case may be. We want to break through the noise that the media presents us and say, there's hope. We care for you. We love you. We're concerned about your soul and where you're going to spend eternity. So that's why we care. That's why we devote our whole lives every single day. We've got a team of people coming here pounding the pavement so we can get this word out to you. Uh, that's that's God-given word. It's not something that was given to one man, which we love Irvin Baxter very much. We did not want to see him go by any means. But what he had was given to him from the Spirit. and all, And that was given to all of us as well. And we're here to say, we care for you. We know bad things are coming. There's love and there's hope. And you can tap into that in spite of the circumstances. So that's why we care, Doug. Yeah. Part of why we care. Right. And there's, you know, the other thing, too, is I, I'm a father with a daughter and a granddaughter. And one of the stories was telling us that they were going door to door and they were taking girls as young as 12 and probably younger um, to, to be in forced marriages with these men that are in their middle ages. And it's, it's terrible to even think about, but some of these were even being uh, taken for sex slavery and things like that. Little girls that are mm-hmm. 12 years old and probably younger, Vince, because this is one of those perverse things about uh, what the Taliban believes. And so just think about that. Think about living for 20 years and, and having you know, freedoms and things that you don't have to be worried about like this. And you have a young daughter that you've been growing up in in the shelter of your home and, and teaching her a different way. And now all of a sudden she's been ripped out of your hands. That's why we care. I mean, that kind of stuff gets me uh, very passionate. And so I get louder, I guess, as I talk. But, but well, that's that, one of the things that's happening there. Well, you know, what we're seeing is no doubt a physical battle. Yeah. It's not quite a war yet, according to how they would define it, mm-hmm. but it's no doubt physical. Yeah. But it's not solely about a physical battle, Doug. It's about an ideological war that's happening. It's about a spiritual war that's happening. Yeah. And we were talking about this before the show, but uh, we've got a picture of a CNN um, 
uh, host, um, on-air personality. Uh, you can see the difference here on uh, Saturday night, I think it was, is from the top picture. She's reporting on what's happening. And then the next day, now that the Taliban has taken control, she looks quite different. In yeah. fact, almost unrecognizable. Mm-hmm. Um, why is that, Doug? That's because now their law is in effect. And now that they've taken over, if she was caught out like she is in the top picture there, uh, they could take her and really do whatever they want to do with her because now they're in control. So if they wanted to take her into custody, throw her into jail, beat her, rape her, whatever they want to do, they believe they can do that. After 20 years of this, it's just going to change overnight like that. This isn't, this isn't a physical battle. There's spiritual things happening. Yeah. Now, there are physical results, of course. There's spiritual things that happen. Another, um, another photo we want to show you is from the cover of Time magazine. Uh, the story, the feature story there was what happens if we leave Afghanistan. And you see this young lady mm-hmm. who was being abused by her husband, and she tried to flee, and they captured her, and they took her uh, somewhere in the city and they cut off her ears and they cut off her nose basically saying try that again and who knows what will happen I don't even know all the details of what they did to her right. but nonetheless they tortured her and abused her and said you can't leave Afghanistan this was several years ago yeah. but nonetheless these are the type of things that we're talking about here it's not just a physical war there's yeah. things that's going on on the spiritual realm that we can't see with our eyes, but we can feel it in our spirit. Right. And I don't know about you, Doug, but uh, I've been feeling a call to prayer, a call to spiritual battle uh, yeah. in the last several weeks um, that I haven't felt before, at least not recently. And it's strong and it's an urge from the spirit that we have got to return to prayer. We've got mm-hmm. to return to God's word. And uh, we talked about it, I guess, last week that if my people, which are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray. So yeah. that's what we have got to start doing Amen. Uh, or continue doing. Yeah. And so uh, these are some of the things that motivate us. Th- th- these are some of the reasons why we care anyway. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, Vince, I know we're getting short on time. We've got, there's a lot more we are going to talk about today. But I, I do want to say this. The Lord gave me a scripture this morning. And if okay. you don't mind, I'd like, I'd like for us to share the scripture because God just really impressed this on me this morning. And I had my wife, as we're driving in, I had her look it up and read me this because the Lord just told me as I was thinking on him and just, you know, really concentrating on what we could be discussing today. And the Lord just put this in in my heart to share Psalms 116. And this isn't the whole thing, but it's a lot of it. And it gets, I believe, the point across that the Lord was trying to get me to share today. Okay. You, you want, want me read to read it? Or you yeah, read it? you read so much better than I <laughs> okay. do. Okay. <laughs> uh, Psalm 116, I love the Lord because he hath heard my voice and my supplications. Because he hath inclined his ear unto me, therefore will I call upon him as long as I live. The sorrows of death compass me, and the pains of hell got a hold of me. I found trouble and sorrow. Then called I upon the name of the Lord. O Lord, I beseech thee, deliver my soul. Gracious is the Lord and righteous. Yea, our God is merciful. 
The Lord preserveth the simple. I was brought low, and he helped me. Return unto thy rest, O my soul, for the Lord hath dealt bountifully with thee. For thou hast delivered my soul from death, mine eyes from tears, and my feet from falling. I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. I believe, therefore, have I spoken. I was greatly afflicted. I said in my haste, All men are liars. What shall I render unto the Lord for all his benefits toward me? I will take the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. That right there should resonate in all of us where we are right now. It it feels like we're in the land of the dying. Uh, That's all you hear about anymore. That's what they glorify is the numbers of people who are sick and that are dying and these horrible things that are happening in the world. But this scripture tells us that then I called upon the name of the Lord and I, I drank from the cup of salvation and called upon the name of the Lord. The Lord will get us through these things. We're not in the land of the dead. We are in the land of the living. If we're born again, guess what? We're born into that land of the living. And we can share that with people that are in this uh, depression, that are hurting right now, that are looking around and they have no hope. I just felt like the Lord was giving me that and saying, here's your hope. Don't look for and find trouble and sorrow in this. But look for the Lord and call upon his name and drink from the cup of his salvation. That's what all of us need to be thinking about. Just like you were saying, we need to return to that prayer. We need to to be led by the Spirit of God and allow him to move in our life and allow us to be able to shine a light into the darkness. Mm -hmm. God hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound Sound mind. mind. You know, we have a sound mind so we don't freak out in moments like this. Right. And so he hasn't given us a spirit of fear. We can look in the face of adversity and say, no matter what you do to me, Jesus is with me. It might hurt. It might be not what I wanted. It might be not what I expected. But regardless of whatever comes, Jesus is with me. Mm -hmm. And that's what we are holding on to here at End Time. Amen. Jesus is with us. And he can be with you too. Go to endtime.com slash reborn. Learn more about what it means to be born again. Learn more about how you can have peace in the storm. Uh, You know, we're so thankful to pray together as a team every single morning. Like I mentioned before, you can go to endtime.com slash contact and submit your prayer request. We want to join with you in prayer for the things that you're navigating in life. And so our team gathers, Doug. Uh, you haven't always worked here, neither have I, but uh, I'm assuming when you worked for the previous employer, you guys didn't gather for prayer, right? No. Anytime we did that was because I, I instigated that and said, hey, we need to pray. So. Yeah, and they're like, do that again and you're losing your job. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of the prayer meetings? I think they are amazing and they are a, a time of the morning where we can be refreshed and renewed in the spirit. And that's what we need to do. All right. So go to endtime.com slash contact. And uh, submit your prayer request. We'd love to join with you praying for the needs in your life. Also, don't forget about the seven vials. It's available right now for a gift of any amount at endtime.com slash DVD. And lastly, don't forget about the conference in Richmond, Indiana. Go to endtime.com slash events for more information on that. This has been End of the Age, brought to you by the faithful partners of End Time Ministries. If you're not currently a partner with End Time Ministries, or if you would like more information, 
we invite you to call us at 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-363-8463 or visit us online at endtime.com.